Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Charles Sabansi from the Dreamers Pro Show, and we want to welcome you guys to the Dreamers Pro Podcast, where we cover everything from sports, hot topics, classic debates, entertainment, and where we give you guys a fresh perspective on things and how we see them. Now, let's get started with the first topic of today's show. Uh, as you guys know, the fallout between Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan has just been one of the most disappointing um, fallouts that we've seen in recent history in any field. Whether it be entertainment, uh, you know, music, entertainment, sports, whatever, you, whatever, whatever it is you want to call it, a lot of people have been really disappointed to see the relationship of Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen just kind of wither away, right? And all of this was precipitated by the uh, Last Dance documentary that came out in 2020. But I personally believe that it's something that's been festering uh, for much longer than that. As you guys know, during the pandemic, the Last Dance documentary came out, docuseries came out. I think it was like 10 parts, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and it was basically covering the championship bulls, but predominantly focused on Michael Jordan. They talked about the key um, players or uh, characters in that story. And one of them was Scottie Pippen. And apparently they showed parts of Scottie Pippen's journey that I think Scottie Pippen didn't feel um, was right and it didn't sit well with him. Uh, the minute that happened, he went to the Dan, the Dan Patrick show. And he basically voiced his opinions, and that's where really where, where it all got started, right? Started going to Phil Jackson, started going to MJ, and ever since then, um, it's been one attack literally after the other. One attack after the other. Now, the irony in all of this is that in the midst of all of this, we've never heard MJ actually publicly say anything in response to uh, Scottie Pippen. You know, we heard people connected to Jordan like Stephen A. Smith or Charles Oakley say that their relationship is over, but we've never heard MJ actually comment, comment on it himself. And then recently, you know, the thing got a, got even more messy when uh, Scottie Pippen's ex-wife, Larsa uh, Pippen, then started dating Michael Jordan's son, I believe is his older son, which made mad, which made matters even worse and absolutely disgusting to be, to be quite honest with you. And recently, MJ was, I guess, somewhere, and a paparazzi member asked Michael Jordan his thoughts about it, and in terms of like, does he support it, the union between or the relationship between his son and Larsa Pippen? And MJ said, "No, I don't support it uh, at all." So those were Michael Jordan's comments. Now, this weekend, funny enough, I was actually scrolling through, I was scrolling through Facebook. Funny enough, scrolling through Facebook, and I seldom read anything from Facebook. But I was scrolling through Facebook and I came across an article that essentially features some comments that Shaquille O'Neal had to make about Scottie Pippen in terms of the way uh, he's been disrespecting Michael Jordan in the public over the last few years. And when I read what uh, Shaquille O'Neal said, I was taken aback because he put a very strong warning, serious warning out to Scottie Pippen that if he would ever try that in front of him, things would get pretty, pretty ugly. So let me just read what the article has to say. It says Shaquille O'Neal once threatened to punch Scottie Pippen for his Michael Jordan slander. It continues on. Shaq gets serious and threatens uh, Scottie Pippen. And then goes on. It says Scottie Pippen has been consistently criticizing and questioning Michael Jordan's legacy and abilities over the past few years, leading to widespread uh, disapproval from NBA fans and former players who find Pippen's behavior unnecessary and, dis and disrespectful. Among those who have taken a strong stance against Pippen's action is a formidable is the formidable Shaquille O'Neal, who went as far as threatening physical violence towards the six-time NBA champion 
as a response to Pippen's ongoing attacks on Jordan's greatness. Right in the esophagus, in an episode of the big podcast, Shaq was updated on Pippen's claims of being better than Jordan. Shaq's tone turned serious upon hearing this and said, he didn't say he didn't say that, Shaq said. He never said that. If that man says that in front of me, I'ma hit him right in the esophagus. Yeah, I'ma drop him. Do not finish that uh sentence. Now, some people might say, oh well, this is a very, very old story. It's a very, very old story. Well, this uh, article was just published um by Virgil. I forgot the I can't pronounce the person's last name, Villa Nueva. Uh, and it was published on July 13th of 2023. So they published it there, so I'm just reacting to this article, and I was I was totally unaware uh, that Shaq had said this about Scottie Pippen. None of this really surprises me. I recently heard Draymond Green a number of months back basically say that he left Scottie Pippen off of his all-time defenders list because of the way he he's been going in Michael Jordan. Scottie Pippen um, has turned off a lot of people with his Michael Jordan uh, slander. He's turned off a lot of people. Um, a lot of fans, there were there were fans of that Bulls dynasty. A lot of them are disappointed in Scotty. How do I know? Because we produced numerous amounts of shows on this fallout. And I've read the comments. A lot of people have been absolutely disgusted by what Scotty Pippen is doing. A lot and, and, and might I add, a lot of these people are Chicago Bulls fans. A Chicago Bulls fans, people that um were very close to that team you know, that, that supported the team, a lot of them are disappointed, right? Because a lot of it seems over the top, number one. Number two, you cannot tell me that all of that anger that you have inside of you, all of it is because of one person. Number three, a lot of these fans are befuddled because they're like, but, but wait a minute. Every time we have ever heard Jordan speak about you publicly, he has always said positive things about you. Always. As a matter of fact, when you were inducted into the Hall of Fame during your Richmond speech, so Hall of Fame and Richmond speech, Jordan was the one that introduced you. So this big bad person that you feel all this animosity towards, this person has had your back all the time. Whenever Jordan, they were asking him if he had a starting five, he had to play, he would always pick Scottie Pippen first. So we can't find any audio or articles of Jordan slander and Scottie but we can find countless numbers of articles and videos of Scottie Pippen slandering Jordan. And it looks even worse because Jordan doesn't respond. That's what makes it look even worse. So it looks like Scottie is arguing with himself. Now, if you're enjoying this show, be sure to follow us on Facebook at Dreamers Pro Official, Instagram at Dreamers Pro, and leave a review to let us know what you think about today's show. Now, let's continue to the next segment. This weekend, just relaxing, and I came across a clip from Gilbert Arenas' podcast called uh, Gil's Arena. And on the panel, it was Gilbert Arenas, in terms of NBA players, it was Gilbert Arenas, Rashard McCant, and Brandon Jennings. And essentially, what they were arguing was do NBA players need to take back the respect uh, from foreign-born players? This was the premise of this argument. Now, if you've seen any episode, you know, prior, if you've seen any episode of Gil's Arena, you will know that 
these guys get into some very, very sp uh, spirited debates. They a lot of screaming and hollering and shouting. And sometimes it can be interesting depending on the topic uh, that they're arguing about. But in this particular show here, it got extremely heated. There was a lot of cussing, a lot of MFing throughout the show. Um, and basically, the majority of the panel was saying, no, wait a minute. These European players are coming to take these guys lunch money and Gilbert Arenas wasn't having any of it. And he has some strong stuff to say about some of those European players. And then towards, I mean, at some points he was making it talking about them like they were bums. So what we want to do is we want to play this, you know, some of the, some clips from this, uh, from this argument. It was like a 12 minute show, but we can't play all of it, but we want to play the most important parts because those are the parts that we're going to, you know, um, anchor on as we get to the next uh, part of the show. So take a look, take a listen to this debate here. You don't want to miss any of it. Take a listen to all of it. It's an entirety in its entirety. And then we'll come back. Take a listen to that. Take back its respect in basketball. Yes, because I feel like right now, I feel like it's only probably, man, it might be one player that's American that's top five right now in the NBA. Stop. Okay. Okay. Top five. That's fine. Five. That's fine. Top that's five. Fine. The best players. Yes. Like being an You know NBA. what I'm talking about? Yes. You know what I'm talking about. He, no. he, he just. No, listen, I'm talking about best. Oh, that, listen. There, best? Listen. Yeah. Okay. Let's go Luca. Huh? Right. Let's go Embiid. Huh? Let's go Jokic. Mm. Let's go uh, Giannis. Mm. No, I'm drinking 90%. Ain't you know no Curry. Drinking? There's no. Yeah, yeah, Curry's right here. Ain't no KD. There's no Kyrie. What are you talking about? You talking about the hottest, best I'm talking, We're not talking about hot. We're not talking about records here. We're not talking about the top three top teams who got the, right now, who has the best, top five, top five, right now. five best players. It's least, Take your record it's out of it. It's at least four Europeans in this the top. This has no record. It's, a, it's at least four We're not four talking Europeans about the top five. You said KD still in the top five? Fuck yeah. Right, come on, Gil. Come on, Gil. What? Luca not Gil. in the top five? Come on, Gil. Come on, Gil. And I love KD. Hold on, hold on. I love KD. Luca not in the top five? But right now, we talking about right now? Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Luca not in the top five? Right, let me over who? Let what do you mean over, over, over who? Is Luca not in Here the top five? Here we go again. Let me leave. Let me leave right now. If it's not four Europeans in the top five, I'm out. Bro, Luca not in the top five? Y'all better work on y'all. Four Europeans? Y'all better work on y'all game. Y'all better work on y'all game. Y'all think about Katie like he's sleep. No, I'm not. No, we're not. KD. Who's better than KD? I just named three names. Who? Right now. When we talking about getting buckets and playing basketball. Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. Get the f out of here. That's zero. That's my zero. But y'all better stop playing. Y'all better stop playing. I'm going with Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. we talking somebody that like losing. Mm. You ain't talking See, about that nobody winning. winning it. Y'all yeah, talking about the better teams? Of course. No, we're not talking about the best team. You're saying the best. USA team don't win the Olympics. Come on, man. Like, like, what are we talking about? We're not talking not, about one-on-one. I don't one want team. One. I don't want team. We're not Stop talking saying about team. Hold your own. Okay. That you're saying the okay. best player. Okay. That means if I say you, him, play one-on-one. -on -one. If you say, oh, he's too good, then how the can you say you're the best player in the but world? But we're not the saying that. The best player in the world won a championship. No, His name not. is Jokic. Thank you. Thank Jokic you. won Thank the championship. And he led his team. I'm sorry. I don't go, by, I, sorry, I don't go by those criteria. Okay. Well, then, I mean, I don't play basketball. I don't play basketball as, as those criteria. No, you play basketball. The, to make no, money. I'm the most unstoppable. We, 
is the best player in the no, NBA. Okay. Who's, who's the most Kobe, so why that not lose? When Kobe won, that niggas lose. When, when uh, Steve Nash won the MVP, Kobe was the best okay. on okay. the planet. That's yes. The MVP Steve or the championship, the championship or the champion did not say he was the best. Kobe Bryant was the best mother. Who won the championship? I don't give a fuck who won. Who won it? Tim Duncan. I don't give a fuck who won it. Dwayne Wade. I don't care who won it. Dwayne Wade. I don't care who won it. Hey, we talking about Kobe Bryant. I don't care. Kobe Bryant, the best nigga. He does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he, he loses, I'm trying so to figure. I'm trying to figure how he. What's the criteria? Who is the no, what is the criteria? No, before the fight, what is the actual criteria? Game, going by? game, best game. five in the, the best league game. right now. Best game. Five in so league. your record don't matter about your game yourself. Man, I'm just talking about like what I'm seeing right now, right? I'm seeing a young Luca come in, setting records, drinking the. Beer after doubles. the game, doing what he got to do. Giannis winning the championship. But Jokic, Embiid, like, like these are guys that's always, bro. You think a European play? Uh, the European, okay. So you, we could pick ten guys to be on a European uh, team, right, and play against the American. But the that's US. multiple countries, right? No, no. I, that's I'm fine. just saying. That's fine. That's all the All Star games should be. East versus West. Pick your best European players that's in the league USA and play against the, the USA and see who wins every time. You think the you think the world is beating USA? If we come out with our if they, healthy, yeah, healthy, 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 healthy versus talk that oh, they oh, haven't won shit, B. Ooh, 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 they ooh. haven't won yet. They haven't won yet. Y'all can woo all y'all want. They have I just want to see what the chat gonna say. Listen, listen. Just pick the best European players right now against the best American players right now. Everybody's healthy. Everybody's healthy. One hundred percent health. Listen, okay. I know, I know, it's in there gonna be at least 50-50. It gotta be. Mm. You can't just be killing off these European players that's coming to America. Man. Tell them to sit down and watch. It's hey. too easy. Watch it's saying, you want me to tell you? you, want me to tell you? It's easier from back home. You want me to tell you how sorry we think they are? Every European is the last pick in the All Star game. <laughs> Nobody wants them motherfuckers, man. Every year, Rudy Goldberg, last, Joker, last. First of all, hold on, wait, hold on, wait. That's a lie. That's a lie. So let's rewind this and let's go back to last. No, let's go back to when KD and Braun was doing the uh, the picks. Who got picked last? Russell Westbrook. Mm. That was no, 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 that was no, no, nothing. That was out of spite. That was out of spite. That was out of spite. That was a tough crowd moment huh? for me. Luca was. Pick, I remember that moment. Luca. <laughs> I'm just I mean, saying, I'm just like, saying. don't do that. I'm like, just and, because wasn't Giannis the vote? Wasn't wasn't Giannis uh, picking? Mm-hmm. So he picked this year. Who did he pick? Who he picked this year? Who he picked? He picked his teammates first. No, a European was as a captain. So ain't no European being last. And ain't no European. Ain't no European being last the last two or three years. You just said Jokic was last two years straight. 
And no, every no, time, um, what's the name? Master, he was a Marvel. Yeah. Who got taken like Joker? Joker, Joker went over twice. to Brown, but there was somebody else left. Another Ryan European. And who was MVP? I don't care. You do care. I don't <laughs> care. You do that's not the argument. You are, you are a stat That's man. not the you argument. You are a fan. I'm you just f***ing Joker the whole finals. Stat, 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 stat. All of a sudden, you don't give a f*** about MVP. And then triple doubles. This is another argument. So you heard the debate. Okay. First of all, Gilbert Arena's got to chill with all that spicy talking. That's number one. Number two, you see, I think basketball debates are fun, are interesting. I can't do all the shouting, man. I can't be hollering from the top of my lungs and you're shouting. And first of all, no one is saying anything. All right. You need a moderator that allows this person to talk, that person to talk, and this person to talk. Whenever people start shouting over each other, no one is really saying anything. You, I mean, you can barely hear what a person is saying. And I'm not with all of that shouting. And, because that's how it gets disrespectful. So I'm not, with, I'm not with none of that, right? So, you know, I mean, the hollering and the screaming and all of that, I guess, you know, your your emotions are into it. It was mainly being led by Gilbert Arenas there, but I'm just not with any of that. So funny enough, when he said that, excuse me, when this the debate took place, we actually put up two polls on the channel yesterday on our community section. Here's the first poll. I said, who's the best player in the world right now? I gave five options. Nikola Jokic, Luka Doncic, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Stephen Curry, Joel Embiid. In about 14 hours or so, this poll generated about 14,000 votes and almost 400 comments. 64% of the people voted for, uh, for Nikola Jokic. Maybe there's a recency bias in there, but that's what they said. 3% voted for Luka Doncic. 21% voted for uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. 10% voted for Stephen Curry, who's like a man, I don't know, who seems to be able to do everything. Uh, and then, of course, we have 1% who voted for Joel Embiid, which is crazy because Joel Embiid just won, for God's sakes, he just won the M NBA MVP. Then right after that, I put up a second poll immediately after that, and I asked the question, if the NBA All-Star Game was America versus the world, who wins? All right. This poll got about 12,000 votes so far and 350 comments with 220 likes. Now, get this. 49% of the people who voted voted America and 51% of the voters voted for the world, which goes back to what Brandon Jennings said, that he suspects it would be 50-50, which already tells you where this game is going. Because right now, what you're seeing is that the world has caught up to the NBA. And Kobe Bryant said this. It's the reason why you saw the Olympic team, I believe, lose in 2014 when they got the silver, if I'm not mistaken. The world caught up. There's no longer going to be any 50-point, 60-point blowouts anymore. The world is catching up. So to even see a poll where you're basically seeing a split decision, 50-50, 51-50, it, it means that chances are out of every 10 person, four or five of them are going to be going in any direction, in, in, in either direction. It means it's close. And that says a lot about how, how much ground these international players uh, have been able to cover. Now, I want to go a little bit further because I'm going to take my time with this show here because I got a lot that I want to, I want to unpack here. Now, I think if they were supposed to have like an all-star game or five-on-five or whatever, however they're saying it, I think the world may win. 
um, because of the talent. But if we're going back, let's say now if we're going if we're going back twenty years, I would say no because of the talent pool, right? I think the U.S. would win because of the talent pool, right? Now here's some here's some of the best players in the NBA uh, that were from the United States in the last twenty years, in the last, and, I, and I'm and, I, and I'm including players uh, in their primes, right? So some of these guys were drafted in the late nineties. But I'm just including them in their primes. You had Kobe Bryant. You had LeBron James. You had Carmelo Anthony. Dwayne Wade. Chris Bosh. Amari Stoudemire. Tim Duncan. Shaquille O'Neal. Zach Randolph. Dwight Howard. Ben Wallace. Allen Iverson. Vince Carter. Uh, Jason Kidd. Steve Nash. Paul Pierce. And Ray Allen and some other players that I forgot. Right. So those are the players that they had in the past. I think if you brought those players into the present day, I think the talent pool, I think, would be able to overcome what you have going on in the NBA today. That's just my view. Now, here are some of the here are some of the best NBA players post 2010. Right. We have Kevin Durant. We have Russell Westbrook. I'm going to include LeBron James, although the reason I'm not including him now because he's older. So it wouldn't be fair. So we have Kevin Durant. We have Russell Westbrook. We have Kawhi Leonard. We have Anthony Davis, we have Devin Booker, Jason Tatum, Damian uh, Lillard, Paul George, Donovan Mitchell, James Harden, Jimmy Butler, Kyrie Irving, DeMar DeRozan, Jalen Brown, Carl Anthony Towns, and Jared, Jared, Jared Allen, just to name a few. Now, here, here are the list of some of the top players in the NBA right now uh, that are foreign players. Giannis Antetokounmpo, who's a two-time regular season MVP, defensive player of the year. You have Nikola Jokic, who has like 100 MVPs right now, recently won a championship, same with Nikola, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. You have Joel Embiid, he just won MVP. So five of the last MVPs came from foreign players, which is insane. Then you have, yeah, I said Luka Doncic, who some people are saying is like the next LeBron slash Larry Bird. You have Pascal Siakam. You have Andrew Wiggins. You have Shai Gilkers Alexander. You have Jamal Murray, who was putting dudes in a spin cycle. Uh, recently in the NBA Finals and the NBA Playoffs. You have DeMontis Sabonis with the Sacramento Kings. Chris Stapps Porzingis, who's now with the Boston Celtics. You have Clint Capello. You have Steven Adams, who's considered the strongest player in the NBA. Rudy Gobert. Uh, Nikola uh, Vucevic. Bojan Bogdanovic. Unfortunately, unfortunately, and I apologize for this. I sincerely apologize for this. I got to mention Ben Simmons because he's a foreign player uh, and he's from Australia. I got to mention him. And now we have people like Victor Wimbanyama, who's getting uh, all the hype. Now, if we take it a step further and we were to look at a simulation, let's say, of starting fives, the USA of this current crop of players, again, I'm leaving off LeBron because he's old. So I'm not going to put him on there because he's just an older guy. So he's not prime LeBron. So we have Anthony Davis, possibly. Jason Tatum. You have Kevin Durant. I assume in health is 100%. You have Kevin Durant. You have Kawhi Leonard. And you have Jimmy Butler. In the world team, you would have Giannis Antetokounmpo, Luka Doncic, Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic, and Joel Embiid in your starting five. If you don't like Murray, you can remove him and switch him with Shai Gilchrist Alexander. So in a game of five or five, however you want to call it, it would be close. And that's the reason why you're seeing the majority of the people vote the way that they did, where it's basically a split decision 
10 years ago, this would not have even been a conversation. It would not have, it, would, it just wouldn't have been close. And you guys got to look at the trends. Because if Victor Wembanyama hits, like if he really pops off and he becomes a great player, then, I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to start getting silly. So I think ultimately what Brandon Jennings and uh, Rashawn McCann were saying was the threat exists. It is real. And Gilbert Arenas is like, nah, 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 it's not real and all of these different things, but it is, right? Um, Gilbert Arenas did look like a major bozo for criticizing Giannis Antetokounmpo about his body, talking about he doesn't know how to train his body. Uh, meanwhile, the guy was sitting on two MVPs, an NBA championship, a defensive player of the year. Um, so you can see that the European players have a different game. They have footwork. The game is more polished. So we have to wait and see where the, what, where the game is going to be in the next five to 10 years. Now, if you're enjoying this show, be sure to follow us on Facebook at Dreamers Pro Official, Instagram at Dreamers Pro, and leave a review to let us know what you think about today's show. Now, let's continue to the next segment. Over the weekend, um, Kevin Durant started making a lot of headlines, right? Kevin Durant has been in the news once again for some beef, right? He made a lot of headlines and a lot of it, or it was basically centered on uh, essentially some comments that Kevin Durant had made about, you know, championships and winning NBA championships, right? Um, essentially, what KD said was, uh, to a comedian, he basically, or he said online, yes, he said it online, that he essentially said that offense wins championships, right? That's essentially what he said. Then a comedian by the name of, let me get his name right, Ryan Davis, right? Ryan Davis, because he said, he said to, he said to Kevin Durant, he's like, you know, no wonder you're saying that that's the reason why you haven't won anything since you left Golden State, blah, 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 blah. And then Kevin Durant, of course, <laughs> with his disrespectful self, he came back and said some very, very disrespectful stuff to the comedian and response. And then the comedian, uh, Ryan, let me get his name right again, Ryan Davis, essentially put out like a five minute video of where he just absolutely roasted Kevin Durant for like five straight minutes. Like he went from the beginning of his career uh, to the present day. I mean, he actually flame broiled his behind. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was pretty, pretty epic. Right. So that's what he said. But I was like, okay, number one, this is not, this is not nothing for us to talk about. So this morning uh, I was going through the internet and I came across uh, an article from uh, basketballnetwork.net. Uh, J.J. Reddick double downs on Kevin Durant's offense wins championship takes. Kevin Durant had a back and forth with a fan on Twitter trying to explain how offense wins championships in today's NBA. And while the Phoenix Suns superstar raised a few eyebrows with his comments, J.J. Reddick was one of the few to agree with the 34-year-old. The former NBA player doubled down on Durant's take during an interview with Los Angeles Lakers' new point guard, Gabe Vincent. Reddick said, I think the reality is right now you either need superhuman performances from your top players or you need an unstoppable offense to really win a championship. So I think there's some truth to what Katie had to say in terms of offense wins championship championships, JJ said on the old man and uh, the three. So those were JJ Reddick's uh, comments. Now, here are my thoughts on this. First of all, um... This is a nuanced conversation, right? It isn't a it isn't a black or white thing. The fact of the matter is this: the saying always went, "Defense and rebounding 
wins you championships. If you can defend and rebound the basketball, you will win championships, number one. Why? Because you can get stops and limit your opponents to one possession. This is absolutely true. This goes decades back into the into the annals of NBA history, right? Kobe, all of them said this. So that is fundamentally true. You need to be able to get stops. This is there's no question about it. Ultimately, you do need you need to be able to get stops. Now, what KD I believe is saying is that offense wins you championships because he's saying that it's players making plays that ultimately decides who wins the game shot making things like this clutch free throws things like that right is kevin durant correct 100 he is correct however in the case of kd i think the reason people are pushing back is because of it because of the source that those comments came from that's the reason why Kevin Durant, if you look at his NBA career, Kevin Durant is one of the most talented players in NBA history. He's a part of the 50-40-90 club. He's one of the greatest players, uh, scores of all time. He's one of the most efficient uh, scores of all time. He's a regular season MVP. He's a multiple-time All-Star. He's an NBA champion. He's a finals MVP. He's an Olympian. His, 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 his accolades go on and on and on and on and on. He is that damn good. He's probably one of the top 15 players of all time. Arguably, KD is that uh, is that is that legit? However, there's one thing about Kevin Durant, and that thing is this: Kevin Durant has never made an all-defensive team. For as great as KD is, he has never made it to one single All NBA defensive team in his entire career. Not even one. Not even one defensive team. Has KD been playing better defense towards the latter stages of his career? Absolutely. But Kevin Durant at no point in time was ever known as a two-way player. He was never known as that. So when people hear this, right? When they hear this, they're like, wait a minute, dude. Wait a minute. The only reason you're saying this is because you're a scorer. But you don't defend anything. And then what they do is they now point to the fact that because you can't defend, you've lost series. We can go back to the Boston Celtics series. For as talented as KD was or is, they were stifled by the Boston Celtics defense, which stifled them because they went against the number one rated defense in the NBA. Him and Kyrie Irving, by the way. But not only were those Boston Celtics able to get stops, they were also able to make buckets. So uh, uh, in that case, what KD's saying is true because it's not enough to get stops because you got to make shots, but you got to get stops. That is the fundamental truth. You can't rely on outscoring people. And that's the reason Ryan, uh, what's his name? Let me get his name right. Ryan Davis brought up the point. He's like, no wonder you're, you, you see no issues with creating a team with Devin Booker, Bradley Beal, and yourself, guys who have never made an all-defensive team. And you feel like you're going to win a championship. That's what he's. That's what they're arguing. I think if a different player said this, it would have been received much better. If it was uh, a Tim Duncan that said that, if it was a Kawhi Leonard, if it was a LeBron James, if it was, uh, you know, any two-way player, any guy that is known to play some defense throughout their career, I think people don't push back as much. But 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 for the simple fact 
that it came from KD. I think that's the reason why people are not receptive uh, to his comments. But then again, these are just my thoughts. I could be absolutely wrong, but that's just what I think. So thank you for listening to today's show. And don't forget to let us know what you think about today's show on iTunes or any of your favorite podcasting platforms.